0: Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for coming to our new podcast called Cosmic Connections. I'm Rachel Archulais, and I'm here with Harry Kroner, and we're basically going to be talking all about how we found out that we have cosmic connections, how we use that knowledge and experience in our day-to-day lives and in our businesses. But today, we're going to start from the beginning and kind of share with you how we even figured out that we had these connections and what that looked like uh, as a child and now as an adult. And if you have stories of your own, we would absolutely love to hear about them. So wherever you're seeing this, I'm sure you can find a way to comment and let us know um, what's up for you, because I think everybody's going to have um, a different story. So um, as for me, I'm Rachel Archelaus and I help light workers get clarity and understand where they're going and create businesses and I also teach certified intuitive artists uh how to use the intuitive art modality with their own clients. Harry, uh do you want to introduce yourself and um tell yeah, us sure. who you are and what you do?
1: All right my name is Harry Croner as uh, as Rachel mentioned and uh I'm a spiritual cast for people and helping people with their um evolution and essential ascend- uh, moving towards uh, who they are uh, as, a, as a greater be- being and a person, do um, a lot of emotional healing, and um, I got into into this uh, at this point in my life. Uh, I'm, I have a star seed group that I like to, to uh, lead. Uh, people who are have a starseed star connection, and um, I, I work with with um, with cosmic beings on, on a regular basis. But it didn't start that way, and and I know that some people uh, think that either you have this or you don't, um, and I don't think it's true because a lot of the awareness and um, the recognition and, uh, of of the connection, it's all usually starts in, in childhood. And, and some people are born awakened, like you, Rachel, which is unique. Uh, but most people have just an affinity, and and we're born with a veil, uh, like I was with a certain veil, but. It, it is still is uh, in talking about like again just regular people. Uh, if you have an affinity to to really things like astronomy and and um, the stars in general, have like really a connection to that. Anything to do with space, anything to do with um, understanding greater things. I think people need to understand that this is this is all little little connections that you might have. Um, uh, to to that and, and a lot of it, I think, is uh, if you can kind of operate with me on this, um, a lot of it is, is feeling um, like you don't belong and feeling different, feeling very unique. Uh, and that's something that uh, I mean, we're, we're, all, we're all unique, we're all we're all different um, in, in from each other. But feeling like that this is not the norm, I don't have the same um, understanding, level of consciousness, uh, and and for me if I may start, uh, regarding being as a child, if was, I remember as a young child, uh, four or five, I just realized that just people are just don't have that level of understanding and vision and consciousness, um, uh, about anything, um, at, at the same level. It just wasn't at the same level. I, I couldn't, uh, relate so much to children as much. And, found more uh, interesting conversation with adults and again it's it's a really really young child it's kind of hard to explain um
0: i can and, just stop you there for a second yeah. i totally had that same experience like mm-hmm. i was two and having these really cool conversations with adults and i never really found a lot of camaraderie with my peers so right. yeah
1: yeah exactly. yeah, yeah. Keep, keep it like that it's 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 and it's hard to, um, to explain too, that, um, you just have like, for example, when I was like eight years old, I, I was like seven, eight, I, I really started going into a, like, I have to understand everything I can about humanity. Um, and it's kind of missions like that, the kids know that I truly don't have. Uh, so I started reading and back then it was seventies, um, I started reading encyclopedias um, just to know everything any all human knowledge it was really kind of a uh, kind of a an incessant kind of uh, desire to know more and especially about social political things so I learned a lot about I read a lot about history and a lot about geography and countries and, and I was really started to go into all kinds of details such as like what is uh no the size of the country's population uh, Um, growth rate and all kinds of details that I I made myself kind of remember and and memorize uh, about all countries where they are what is it related to all all geological processes so really as if I'm really studying earth Um, and it's again now I can see that in retrospect I I can understand what was the purpose of it and I know that I used to really go at night and and those nights where I really felt like okay I really got an interesting concept I really got it Uh, I was asleep really well that night. I know I probably traveled somewhere and and, and reported my my findings. So I was doing my research. Again, even just just as a young child, started doing that kind of um, uh, really uh, a a much greater approach to what is being human and what is being uh, understanding what it is. Of course, I was a regular kid. I still was uh, running around and doing stuff, but um, it is just different that way. And, and but at that point again, I was still. I just had a just feeling. I was just. Of, I just don't belong, and people just don't understand me. Especially, I guess, at that point of like no, third grade, it was like I just kind of gave up. Even uh, realizing, wow, um, people just don't understand me uh, to the depth uh, that I, I can feel that it can. And I just kind of gave up a little. And I I, I was kind of, um, you can say, out of uh, frustration. I I was because um, I was my my. I felt I was very open until then. Um, age six, seven, I was really open. I was absorbing things like It's also a developmental thing at that age. But I felt like I was just shutting down. And, and my, my connection, my ability to, to uh, comprehend things, uh, and, and uh, again, I felt that connection with, with higher realms. Uh, suddenly, I just gave up on, that, on kind of my mission and, and just uh, slow down on that. So it felt in, in that way. And, it, and it's hard. I think it's, it's a lot of things that people find. Is, it's a kind of frustration of being human, frustration uh, of not being understood. Um, but all this kind of came to a, to a different understanding uh, uh, and, and connotation and, rela- and, and that interconnectedness of things clarified more. And I was like, I think, 13 or 14, I had this very vivid dream um, that I was standing right underneath a, a ginormous spaceship, and it—it it was at that point it was hard to explain because it looked like it was the size of a city, um, and uh, it, it really startled me. Like, oh my god, yes! Uh, and, and if, uh, and my first thought was like, finally, they're they're, they're back, <laughs> and it's like, and it's it's, a, it's an odd thinking. It really the whole thing was really um, very impressed, uh, impressive on me. And I felt like I was I was going to wake up. I wanted to wake up, and then I realized I had sleep paralysis, um, which is also a little frightening because you just can't wake up. Your body's completely not, you're not there yet. You are in a different dimension, a different place, and you just really can't reconnect. So it took me a while to reconnect, uh, a few moments, minutes, but I was still heading a very vivid place, and knowing that I saw that spaceship above the earth, and on, on a particular hill with that, no, I was a bear tree. I remember that very clearly, very vivid till now. More um, well, than thirty years later, I still remember it um very clearly, and then I realized there is i, I there 's so much more out there, and i 'm so much more connected so tell me a little more about about your experience in a very young child
0: yeah well that 's amazing um uh, like that dream and yeah, how you felt like you were on a mission like learning earth that 's so cool um. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: I had a really similar experience when I was young. You know, like I said, I definitely talked to adults more. I didn't really care about kids, although I really did enjoy playing and being a kid, um, yeah. especially outdoors. I was definitely the one like scooping up yes. the snake skins from the marsh and like <laughs> climbing trees and and all that. But um, I too really developed an affinity for learning about the human nature and when i was i guess probably like 9 to 13 i was reading about ethics and philosophy and you know yeah. like <laughs> nietzsche and all that um and i was really interested in like the occult and wicca mm. and all different kinds of meditation and even satanism just i i was i wasn't searching for a religion i was just trying to observe as much as I could about how people related to the energetic world and, um, and how they felt about energy. And like, I grew up open, like Carrie said. And so I was always surrounded by stuff that other people couldn't see. I had my, um, who I thought was my spirit guide at the time, which I'll tell you more about in a second. So my spirit guide named Matt, he was like my invisible older brother. We did everything together. We swung on a swing set. We took naps. We did all sorts of stuff. And From what I can remember now, we just talked about day-to-day stuff like, how was your day? And are you hungry? And you know, what are your friends like? And it was very gentle, child-appropriate stuff. Of course, I'm blocking out a ton because I wasn't really supposed to consciously know everything that he was telling me. But hmm. the stuff that I think I can see that was happening then, um, I didn't realize that any of it had anything to do with extraterrestrials or cosmic heritage, but I used to talk to the um, praying Manti in my backyard, which they covered my back fence um, all the time. And they were like my best friends and I'd go and talk to them, which they are an um, very similar looking to an ET race uh, that I'm friendly with now. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I used to wake up on the opposite side of the bed. So like flipped head to foot. I also used to wake up at times on the floor. I also experienced night terrors where I would wake up in the middle of the night and be screaming for an hour or two But I wouldn't remember that in the morning. My parents would just tell me. Um, And again, I knew I was open and, you know, kind of seeing more than regular people. But I had no clue that it had anything to do with ETs um, until my 20s, actually. Mm -hmm. But that's when I learned that um, my older brother, Matt, my invisible older brother, Spirit Guide, was actually a hybrid brother. And I, yeah, so he was an actual brother, which I intuitively knew, but I was just calling him that to appease my parents because I thought he was like a spirit guide. Um, So a lot of cool stuff happened in my childhood that I was unaware was related to the E.T. thing. Um, But I guess one thing that I didn't mention is I hated school. I. Uh, Yes. I only, in second grade, I refused to go to school so many days that the teacher brought me out into the hallway and said, you know, do you like me, Rachel? Like, would you like to spend more time with me? And I was like, sure, you know, because I knew I wasn't mad at her. I just didn't like the idea of going. And she's like, well, if you don't come in every every day from now on, then you're going to be spending next year with me. <laughs> And then that's when I kind of got it, like, oh, you know, I got to go to school because I don't want to repeat this. But (laughs) I loved people. I loved learning. But I just, the idea of going to school and learning those things, I just, oh, I hated it.
1: It it was horrible. I couldn't stand the system. I I had such a hard time, and I was, like, rebellious, and I was, like, very difficult um, to control and, and, uh, I, I just had a very hard time. And again, some part of that kind of giving up was also giving up on the entire system. I just couldn't stand it. And again, as you said, like, we have a thirst for knowledge. It's just not that and that very, very rigid and boring and, and, um, and low level really, um, education. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah. it's it, it was a, a, a challenge for most of my life, uh, institutions and, and organizations, uh, human organizations okay. of okay. any sort organization, it's hard to, um, to, 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 um, to, to, to um, be in that be space, in that space. Um, um, un- under, other, under people's other people's, people's um, um, no, uh, thoughts and thoughts, thoughts, that are just not to, level. level. It, it's very hard to explain. It's, it's not like in a, like a um, condescending, condescending way, it's, it's just way. people don't understand that the depth
0: And I feel like people like us, we have a greater sense of self-authority. Like, I know what I need in any given moment. And I am independent enough to normally be able to go and provide myself with that. And in school, I just found, even at that young age, that there were common sense issues that I wasn't able to rectify. And that really pissed me off. Like, yeah. You know, oh, it was just. not make sense. sense. We have a lot to do. Lot to do. It doesn't make any sense. It sense. I found that starseeds are very intelligent, very quick learners, um, and we often are we get frustrated with the regular world because we don't understand why things have to be so slow, right, or so so low level.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's it's, yeah, tough. it's, it's tough. tough. When I was uh that yeah. was that was just a critical point in my life mm-hmm. and when I was like third grade, third I was just uh just uh, yeah. behaving so yeah. badly yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah and acting out and stuff and people were basically like uh testing yeah. testing yeah. like for intelligent and yeah I was uh scoring very very high on intelligence like okay, it's just really and it was just uh uh I I, I I remember I, I, I talking remember about no, philosophy last week with TJ. It was it was so much fun, fun. <laughs> and it's just uh, it's uh, hard, to, uh, hard, to, hard to to convey that, that. that. But there's so much hard hard to to play 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 more. Actually, for example, I remember, I remember um, when I was four years old. years I was told later. Later. Because at that age, that age, I was just four. Just I was. in the leukemia. Um. And my parents couldn't believe it, and they sent for another testing, and it came positive again. And then I think they mentioned something that, that that's something wrong with my blood, and um, and then I I I I lied like ooh okay, and and so so next time they tested it was it was clean. It was like nothing happened. Wow. Um, a few weeks later, so I and then later I, I um, again in later meditations and and uh, sessions that I did myself hypnosis and I, other people who done it for me like readings. Um, realized that I was I was taking and, and have that you no know, the blood um, some mishap that happened in the blood had to be corrected, mm-hmm. um, and they just fixed it. Fixed it on on a spaceship. I was taken and and got 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 that fixed. And and there's other things as we mentioned about uh, physical abuse. Now that I I am a little different. Most of my family are very heavy set. And I, am really, really no thin, (laughs) so I'm typical. (laughs) Um, But no, I look like both my parents. It's not a problem there. And I I look, I guess, I got my my grandfather's build, but um, but still on on the extreme part of like I'm. I'm, uh, So it's it's uh, some attributes that we have in on our now as we know it in our DNA that was um, was modified to to uh, allow to hold more of, of that essence of who we are. As, as star, star children uh, and star seeds. So, uh, but and then and then as as I as I said, like in my twenties, uh, early twenties, I kind of really got awakened and started reading a lot of stuff about it, and, and knew that I, I had to really do something in that realm. And, and for the, at that time, I was reading mostly about you no know, past life regression and and which and all that soul connection on that on that level. And I, I started to do uh, hypnosis and how to do past life regressions. And and that actually was what what brought me to connect with um, with uh, cosmic beings for the first time in, in a conscious way I would say um, when one of my clients um, it was actually interesting it was a past life in which um, she was um, one of the, not priests but one of a kind of a sacred children that worked in the temples in the Mayan uh, era. And they were kind of, and it's like, well, yeah, I'm going to have my, my, my friends will come. My friends from the stars will come tonight and we're going to meet them again and they're going to take me and they're going to teach me some stuff. And they were doing it consciously, which was pretty fantastic to know. Um, so I was like immediately my curiosity kind of peaked and like, well, let's go see if we can just go to that time in which you connect with them. And like, and OK. And, and, and then he, we reached that, that, that time and space in which you connected with them. And, and then well maybe and, and she was describing the experience she had as that um connecting and, and going to the ships and it's like well and I just like was just out of curiosity may I speak with one of them and suddenly she like changed she started breathing a little heavier and started really you can see that she was raising her vibration kind of really focusing and getting deeper and said like okay, hello uh yeah we are we're pleased to be here and 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 then her tone of voice changed, and all that uh shifted and and I was like, this is, this is really happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was so uh, ecstatic, but so um, uh, humble in, from that experience. Because and, and, from speaking to them, you can really see that they have so much more, the vastness of their knowledge of humanity and, and their role in humanity. And suddenly I was like, wow, this is so much bigger than anything. Um, and, and understanding that, because at that point, uh, um, that was like the 90s, it was, it was uh, pretty bad as far as um, the, the, re- the rep that they received because of all the, the abduction stories that were coming up. Mm-hmm. So a lot of abduction. So, uh, so at that point, it, it felt like the connection is hugely negative, And that was hard to tell you to see but, uh, benevolent beings that are here to assist humanity and here to, to protect and, and, and help us grow and evolve. And it was like, wow, okay, good. Thank you. Um, I was waiting for that. Um, and it it felt so important, so good to, to, to receive that information. And, and they started thinking, you are one of us as well. And I was like, well, really (laughs) at that point, it was a bit, a bit of a shocker. Um, but inside of me, it, it made all sense. And it's like, oh, thank you, yes. Now I understand why this is... Now I understand why it just made... it. Yeah, did,
0: it that when you realized, when you looked back on your childhood and you are like, okay, that's why I was like that. That's why I did that. Or did it take more time to sink in?
1: It, 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 it didn't take that, but it was more of that emotional understanding that, yes, like I am one. I am from the stars. I am from that place. I am from somewhere else. And it's just... um it, it you know what I had for my entire life, I had this in my in my solar plex, this hurt, mm-hmm. this squeeze that it was always there that only when I recognized that, and then I'm talking about like more closer to now, but um when I really recognized that this was really just uh longing to go back home. And and when, when the, that moment when I when I realized it and I was kind of outside here looking at the stars and trying to and connecting with them, really connecting with the stars, um, I I, I felt that, that anguish and that longing, and I felt that deep pain that I really felt like in my entire life that I, I was used to it. it the way what it was if something was kind of stuck there, it finally released after forty years of, of feeling it. It finally released. And that was like such a big moment. You know, that, that pain, that suffering that I was holding in, in my in myself, in my core, was because I I was missing home. I was missing my real home, my, my galactic family was such a big moment. It was unbelievable. I was I was in tears. I it was it was shuddering my body, it was like really shaking it. It was beautiful. It was such a relief, um, liberating from from that um ache and pain. So um yeah, it's, it's big.
0: Wow. What was your
1: moment when you really felt like, that's it? I really know. I really feel it. What was your moment?
0: Oh, my goodness. It happened so gradually for me. So I have a, a story about it's, – it's kind of big, but I think I should tell it. So yeah, yeah, please. Take your time. I've had direct contact. So ETs have appeared right in front of me, um, a mm. group of them but there 's a more I just want to tell the backstory to that because that 's not when I realized that I was connected with them. <laughs> it took me a lot longer. so this happened when I was seventeen the direct contact mm-hmm. uh, and it utterly terrified me i couldn 't move they it was just it was not a pleasant experience by any means, but the three years previous to that had been really horrific for me. So yes I grew up open, I was psychic and it was great, but when I moved when I was 14 to a new city and to a new house, my psychic senses completely exploded open. So mm-hmm. everything sight, scent, you know, smell, um sensing, with feeling, all of them, it was like I couldn't control them. Somebody had turned me from a 2 up to a 10. Wow. And, um not only that, it was the first time that negative things started happening to me. Um, all my life, n- nothing had ever scared me, really. I mean, I was, when I was really little, I got scared by angels, but they were angels, so there was really nothing to be scared of. Nothing had ever harmed me. I never felt nervous or dangerous or like anything was going to go wrong. But when I was 14 and I moved into that house, um, there were a lot of different kinds of entities there. There were like the Casper-shaped ghosts that like flew in a circuit up the chimney and then through the entryway, and it they would just keep going like that, like a trail of them. There were um, beings in almost every room who were kind of stationary, but would just look at you as you'd walk in and walk by. There was a guy who stood in the shower right underneath where the water comes out, so you'd have to shower in front of this strange ghost guy. Um, there was a guy in my bedroom who stood near the door. I mean, it was packed, <laughs> packed with like these weird beings. And there was one kind of caretaker being who sat on the fireplace. Um, and that's all he did. We named him Fred and he was very friendly. And my cat, Casey used to sit right underneath him and Fred would pet my cat. Um, but Fred was there to keep it all in check because the whole left side of the house where the fireplace was out to about the middle of the house Mm -hmm. and the entryway was, I could barely walk in because I would feel nauseous. Wow. Negative energy in that house was just so huge um, that it was affecting my health and my mental state and everything. Um, It got so bad where I had to actually move out um but before then i didn't know if i was going crazy i didn't know what was happening to me um, my parents were really frightened because i changed very much in that environment and when i started telling them what i was seeing and feeling they didn't know what to do either they thought maybe i was going insane um, especially my very catholic dad um
1: we should know about house clearing at that point huh
0: right yeah but it was a much different time then, you know, this was yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, wow, I can't believe that. 20 years ago, because I'm 34. <laughs> now. And um, there were no shows about ghosts. There were no books about ghosts. The only thing that we could really find was a book by Ted Andrews on mm. psychic protection.
1: And it was very
0: heavy and very Great dense. Goodness. Not like what we've got today, not this light stuff that didn't exist. Um, But anyway, this, this went on for a long time. And even when I left the house, somebody would follow me. So there was this one being in particular who'd follow me everywhere. He'd look in my window if I was inside and other people did see all of this stuff too. So it wasn't just me. Um, My dad had an experience where he was chasing my sister around the house only to find that my sister was sleeping in her room. Um, Other people saw that being outside my window and like, who's that? You know, and there was nobody really there. So it was a very difficult time. Long story short, the Warrens tried to exorcise the house. These are the famous ghost hunter people. They lived nearby. And so we hired them to do that. Didn't work. Eventually I moved out. Um, eventually, eventually, I learned how to control my senses and put myself back to normal. But um, I was visited when I was 17. So this was still kind of going on by mm-hmm. ETs. Um, I didn't know who they were. I'd never, never, ever put any kind of ET connection together with any of this. Um, but in my mid 20s, I kind of, um, I had found out through a reading with a friend that All of that stuff was orchestrated by my ET family um, and my higher self, of course, so that I could process all of that fear. So not only for me, but for humanity, that was my role at that time to process that fear. Probably because there was so much density around psychic energies and negative entities around, you know, we needed to clear that up. And on the human 3D plane, you have to do it physically. So that was like my demented idea of human service. (laughs) If I had to like, you know, I I don't know how how we plan that out. But um, anyway, I don't regret any of it. I don't feel victimized at all by it. But that was a a really harrowing experience. I even dropped out of high school because of it, because I had too much empathy to go in a building with teenagers. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was quite, quite the predicament. Um, And so finding out that that had a hundred percent to do with my ET family really put the fear up again of ET families. So when they started coming around again, consciously when they started coming into my bedroom at night again, um, like later on in life, I couldn't sleep. I just I would be paralyzed with fear because it was so in my body. I knew intellectually that they were my friends, but the, yes, the fear is there, yeah. Was so much, and it took me months of working on it every single night to get rid of that. So I've done a lot of work around fear with this, um, to say the least. Now we're all good. Um, but that's kind of like the journey that I took of that.
1: Of well, the early, early years.
0: The early years.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very hard to also, because we, we are so identified with being human. that even if you think of visitations, and I know that in my family, you'd already, at that point, I already knew it, 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 they, there was visitations in my, in my family, my close family, and they came in the house and at some point I was like, oh, I slept really like, like, like a log. Well, obviously I didn't, but never mind. Um, uh, but it's it's um it's it's just we still see it as we are human and they are different
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, we we don't see that whereas even if you have powers or you have understanding or or psychic powers its it's just not it's as if we're 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 still different and and the understanding that that we are from them came to me much later um, yeah but it's it's uh it's it's just it's fascinating to to um go through and now again in hindsight we uh, make all connect all the dots but back then it was just every every part of it is is, is uh a new experience by itself um especially for you with all those ghosts and stuff it's uh, that's that's very very challenging and difficult for me what, what was difficult was um uh, was also I, I grew up pretty much in a, a very secular home that that no didn't like all religions for probably the same similar reasons of like no establishments and organizations that are uh Stifle the human experience and the human consciousness, and this, for the same reasons. But so everything that had to do with uh, extrasensory or or, or uh, not not real was, was kind of felt as as if it was viewed as it was just nonsense. And only in the in the, in the my twenties, we all began. My whole family began to read all those fascinating books, and we all kind of opened up to all that stuff. So so there's a, there's also a certain evolution of like your own system of beliefs that shifts through time. And and that's we have to put it all in, in context, especially as as uh, as you said, like as children or teens, we don't we're not exposed as again back then, especially you're not exposed or or have the facilities. There's no internet. There's no uh, anywhere to to look for and, and find those things. So it was it was much more difficult, and and it felt m- much more alone. I felt much more of a, your own just personal struggle uh, that you have to to live with. Um, and, 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 um, kind of hide being in that spiritual, uh, cosmic closet really. Right. Yeah. You know, I can't talk about those kind of things and I can't talk about experiences and, and I can't talk about visions and, and, and dreams. And, and once I started doing hypnosis, that's what, what opened more of my abilities. Uh, again, my mid twenties, I just, it's funny. I was, I used to be a travel agent back then. Um, and, uh, <laughs> cause I enjoy travel. Um, didn't work that well on that aspect. But um I just in lunchtime I just close my close my door and, and shut the lights off and just go and, and do all kinds of you no know, um spiritual journeying and stuff like that and met all start meeting all kinds of being. At that point I just saw them all as just light beings. Um I didn't make the connection that they're not actually from here or just they're just like cosmic beings. Um and and, and started conversing with them and learning from them and and realize no, some of them were just close guides. Some of them were, were uh more than that, and and again that personal. Again, at that point, again we have to put it in in uh, the, the um, context of of personal beliefs. And at that point, I was just seeing it and allowing myself to believe in just like you know light beings, and so that's what all they they have showed themselves as. Um, and and uh, so it's it's. Um, it's It's just going what what they allowed more and more to do and but now and again, as I start working more and more with them, it's like it was kinda I felt kind of kind of sheepishly kind of stupid uh when i when I realized when I had some more talented uh clients like like you that can see and, and feel them, it's like, oh my, wow, there's all kinds of beings here, and they're like, well, yeah they are <laughs> <laughs> and realize that that I have helpers that show up to almost every session that I have with clients and actually do a lot of the work. Um, and and then and again, suddenly there was more and more. And of course, it, it, now that I see, look back at it, I realize that they were, they were showing me that, so I know it, and I prepare myself for it. And and seeing that knowing that, and people seeing like all different different types of uh, thing, and suddenly they see one type more than than others. And, um, so that was kind of a also a confirmation. And it's nice to have confirmation, as you said. Like even like in your, your ghost stuff, it's it's really important to have like, oh, other people see it. Like, oh, good, I'm not I'm not crazy. Um, um, so it's it's um, so so. But it's interesting that my connection is I'm, I don't see them as much. But for me, it's it's a very clear telepathic connection. So I can hook up with them very easily. I just I don't see them as much. I don't I don't. Uh, uh, I, I sometimes feel them especially when i 'm with a session or when i 'm in meditation. like I can feel um, my, I have a heightened uh, heightened sense of of uh, with other dimensions but um, I definitely have full conversations with them now and it's it 's just uh, fascinating and connecting with the different types and feeling different connection different energy how how they are um, communicating differently how they, what, what is their uh, because they, they some of them work and live in different dimensions, and how how they are um, seeing humanity and its progression in different uh, levels of of perspectives, um, and and sometimes our our little lives and our little problems are just completely uh, benign to them, and it's uh, it's hard to to put that, but but again, this, that early contact it was just. Uh, especially through clients. And then at that point I started like having fun with it is, really connecting and realizing, okay, so there's the Arcturians and they're really, really high energy, high, higher dimension. And they're really beautiful and it's just pure love. So the, the Arcturians are just pure love and they have this light technology that can really, really, uh, help us. And in, in this Ascension and I, and I would start doing that way before 2012, uh, when they were already doing and working on it, uh, and, and, and explaining that this is what they're doing, and they're going to open and creating grids and creating stuff that now are is, is more common knowledge in in the field, but it, it's, it was interesting to, to hear about it while it was still kind of in construction mm. um, so
0: very cool,
1: yeah
0: wow, I feel like we just blurted out like like a million
1: yeah different little things <laughs> yeah, jumping around a little i'm sorry
0: no, no it's good but i just feel like like we just we just said a lot just like we've laid out a lot of our history and and what i'm hoping is that people can see their own stories and what we've shared and because i remember the first time that i ever really comprehended the fact that we incarnate to more than just earth right like
1: oh yes yeah yeah like,
0: I remember that being a huge revelation um a long time ago We're like oh huh like we go to other planets I could see that um yeah. and that evolved to like oh I probably haven't been here before <laughs> you know like I'm predominantly on other planets and um and then realizing like I live multi-dimensionally like that's why I've always got like so many things going on and so many perspectives and all this stuff. And so the, the rate at which we realize who we are is different for everybody. For me, it kind of happened like over the last, I probably realized that we incarnate to different places when I was like 22 or 21. So that was, already 13 years ago so it took it's taking me a while to kind of integrate into like me being um an energy being and me um seeing myself like that instead of seeing myself as a person right first that took a while but i think it's happening more quickly for people now
1: yeah yeah because well the, the acceleration is happening and, and also again, the availability of information about it uh, and because uh, now the internet is full of it and, and it's full of a lot of good stuff, a lot of silly stuff, but but it's uh uh it's just so much more out there and it is there's a quickening and there's like a, a, a gathering and that it it's so much easier to uh to relate to, which is very good and and for me too, it was like age 22 I realized first of all we're souls. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that incarnate and do all that experiences and incarnate in, in the whole time concept of time and I was seeing future lives and 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 realized that the future lives wait a second future lives and past lives and all it's all the same it's just other lives and we're like wait a second they also exist in other places and it was it, it was it was ex, ex, so, so I was ecstatic to to because um, I just at that point just read about it as a concept until I had my own client and suddenly de- depicts life. In a completely different uh, realm uh, and dimension, really, <laughs> and it's it's just a different planet, different civilization, and it was just beautiful to see that. And, it's like, and, and of course, we, we we dived into it and learned more. And then, and it's funny how it comes in waves too. So when that, uh, as if I'm attracting at that point, because suddenly I had another one, and another one, another one, and then like so. It allowed me to absorb it intellectually because I see and I, I see like more and more people are experiencing it and have experienced it. So not only like me or just concepts and books and really seeing how they feel about it, how they're doing it, what they're doing there. They're just doing all kinds of special healing and all kinds of working with light, working with pyramids and, and, and crystals and all, all that kind of stuff that is not coming back. And, and the whole. So it's 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 um. well, I was like, well that's probably me, too, because it's like it's so common. Um, and it's uh, why would they come to me if if I wouldn't be something like that? But and and that kind of I think it's as you said it's like it's it's a growth in your understanding of the whole cosmos and and, and our cosmic role, um, and that's really important to understand. Okay, where are where do I stand in this whole thing? It's just not something that's out there; it's actually in here.
0: Yeah. And and, well, and multiple <laughs> on multiple dimensions, like I said, like like. On One Dimension at Night, I help hybrid children um, and their kind of keepers with developing that kind of a race. And how do you emotionally treat um, hybrid kids? Because, you know, the Zetas, the Pleiadians, they, they're not so used to having emotions. They're mm-hmm. not used to dealing with humans. And so I help as a kind of consultant and caretaker there. But I'm also on different dimensions, doing different jobs. So I'm working on multiple dimensions at the same time. Right. And, and I think that that, you know, people like us, we will feel effects of that in our physical body from time to time. We'll get tired or we'll need more rest or need certain foods or we'll need certain nature activities. Like I, I learned to be a lot less judgmental of myself Um, because I used to be really hard on myself, like not even perfectionist, but just getting down on myself for like being lazy or needing days off or being emotional. Um, and I've learned, like, I don't know what's going on in all my dimensions at the same time. So I need to kind of be a lot less judgmental of what's going on and just give my body what it needs, give my heart and mind what it needs.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, I, I remember that a lot of that stuff at, at night, suddenly you realize, you, you realize, Whoa, that was, I was, I was somewhere else and I was doing other work and I was like doing all kinds of things in, in space. And, and, suddenly like, well, how did that? And, 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 you know, it's not just regular dreams because you remember them years later, it still is a memory. So it's just an experience on a different dimension. Yeah. And knowing that we are all, all operating sometimes like, like, Couple of nights ago, I was like, "Wow, I'm really tired." It was like eight thirty at night. I was like, "I'm really tired. I really, I feel like I really need to sleep." And I slept for over ten hours, which is unusual for me. I didn't sleep seven eight hours. That's really uh, generally standards. Like and I slept along, and I was I was like slipping like a log. I was like, "Oh wow, I'm just," doing, and I woke up a little time. I was like, "Wow, I was doing probably a lot of work that night," because um, I felt like oh, I was someone else. I was somewhere else. And even if I'm not always aware of it, but knowing that and respecting, as you said, like giving yourself the um, the knowing that it's, it's it's okay, it's okay to to give itself the space and time um, if needed um, for all those events and things. Yeah. So so there's so much more to talk about, and, and I don't know if you want to do it. Uh, we'll we'll uh, uh, stop here and continue in other other places, and we'll pick different topics in the, in, the, in the in the in the in the field of cosmic connections, and we'll talk more about it about different types, different things, different. Um, that we know that we accumulated by personal experience and by working with others would be fun to do.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And if you're listening and if you um, have an idea for us, you want us to talk about, definitely yeah. let us know. We can cover lots of topics. Oh my goodness. But uh, and also share your story with us if you want to, because we know there aren't a lot of places or outlets for you to do that. So um, we're a safe place we would love to hear about it and uh, hear if you mirror any of our experiences too. So, yeah, Harry, I guess that's it. Is this a, a wrap?
1: Yeah. Awesome. Thank All right, thanks thank you.
0: We'll uh, talk to you next time.
1: Okay. Bye. Thanks. Bye.